and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i always am by greg of the dead how you doing man doing good how's it going blah it's a dracula movie it's a universal dracula movie with renfield my my friend no it's not this is not a dracula movie yeah this is a renfield movie Renfield, but dracula's back he's in it it's, yes. it's renfield's movie yes it's very specific he's it has the title i love the classic um renfield uh, logo. It's like the classic Dracula. Yeah. The perfect, the right colors and everything. That's one of the first things that we saw from when I saw that. How long ago? Like a year or yeah, more it's ago? Yeah, been a long time. I was like, I'm in. I already know what they're doing. They're paying homage or homage or whatever to uh, the classic 31 Dracula. You got me. I thought they were going to pay homage to it. I didn't realize this was a direct sequel. Yeah. The 31 until like right before we went into the movies, I saw something about it. And man, do they play it up with that. That's awesome. I love that part of it. I love it so much. Because listeners know, and you know, Greg, who's my like favorite person ever? Bella Lugosi. Exactly. So going into this, and I absolutely love vampires. One of my favorite things in the whole world. As you can tell with how many times we've covered them, and Greg's like, here's another one, and they have to, like, make me not cover them Maybe for a minute. I like vampires. I just don't want to strictly cover vampires. We're now a vampire podcast. No. Going into it, I was like, they better fucking do a good job, and they better pay the respects to the original Dracula and Bela Lugosi specifically, or I am going to go off on this show. And... Oh, uh, gets the round of applause. Amazing. Oh, my God. If I wouldn't have been the only person to stand up in the theaters and give this thing a round of applause, I would have. Because there were other people in the theater, and they would have turned around and looked at me weird. Well, there weren't many other people in the theater. Yeah, at first it was just our group. And I was like, oh, poor Renfield. And then what's so funny is, like, three older couples came in. I think they were expecting a little bit more 31 Dracula and not so much John Wick. No, not John Wick. Let's be real. Like, well, that kind of action schlock. I don't even think it was that. I would have been. I would have been okay for that. It was just like mainstream, like Shazam action well, and stuff like that. That's what I think of when I think of John Wick. Oh no, but okay. Where are we at? Oh, so you liked it? I think it's safe to say. Overall, yes. Okay. There are things that I did not like. I don't know if you want to get to those immediately or get to them when we get we'll to get them to organically. Them we'll to them. Yeah. Okay. But overall, yes, I enjoy it. Definitely go see it. Please make this movie do well. I liked it a lot. I did not love it. It probably won't crack that top five of the year for me. Okay. But I still enjoyed it. There's things I really liked about it and things I thought were okay. Right. Now, Nicolas Cage is Dracula. Amazing. Chef's kiss. Top tier. Nicolas Cage is born to play Dracula. Number three version of Dracula we've gotten. Okay, I don't know. Bella. He's up there. Christopher Lee. Uh, David, or whatever, that, uh, what's the Carradine or whatever that played David it? David Carradine? No, it wasn't. No, it's not David I don't know, he said Carradine, so. There was some of that guy that played in, like, the House of Dracula and stuff. I didn't really like him. 
I don't know if I can say he's a... There's so many Draculas. He's literally the most portrayed character of all time. Well, maybe not, because of Nosferatu. That's See? true. Yeah, but anyway, Top he's five. good. Yes. He was good. I had no issues with him at all. In fact, him and Nicholas Holt as Renfield, every time they were on screen together, I was, like, captivated and drawn to it. I'm like, you guys understood the assignment. Like, okay, let's do these original characters in modern day. So it's not, like, so much, like, fish out of water. They've still grown up and lived through this, but still weird. Like, they're still hundreds of years old. Yeah, they're still, like... Because at one point, Renfield's like, what do you mean how I dress is weird? Because he dresses like it's still the 30s. But I feel like uh, Nicholas Holt really uh, did a great job and honored Dwight Fry. Yeah. With, with so. his Those two together are perfect. I get a lot of K, uh, Bella Lugosi out of Cage's performance. And, and wardrobe. And wardrobe, for sure. Oh, I was looking. They had the ring. It wasn't exactly the right ring. It didn't have exactly the right marking. This ring was also red. Um, but they also had the uh, cool um, medallion. medallion thing. Yeah. But yeah, just overall so good. I wish it would have been a lot more of just those two. Yeah, there's this other plot that does tie back into the main yes. plot. It's not completely separate. But man, they devote a lot of time to it. And at first, it seems like Two completely separate things. It just happens to be happening in the same city. And even when it does tie in together, I'm like, we didn't need to go there, though. No. Where, like, I almost think Dracula would be a little smarter than to get caught up with these people. I also haven't said, if you are a new listener, by the way, we don't do a spoiler-free section, so I'll get that in now before we really hit any of Anything those. Anything else, yeah. But yeah, we don't do a spoiler-free section, which we're about to get into our beat-for-beat of the movie. So, it opens... Renfield's blowing Dracula? That's how he becomes... I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> oh, you're trying to catch those people who haven't seen it. Okay. Threw me off. Uh, yeah, like I said, anytime we just see a movie in the theaters, our beat for beat will be off. Just fair warning. Right. Um, directed by Chris McKay, who's also the director of the Batman Lego movie. Okay. Um, Maybe it was funny. Three additional directors. Which, you see that, and I, I never look up anything before the movie. And this is why. Because I go on Letterboxd, and I'm like, oh, let me just look at a few credits. And I see three additional directors. I go, oh, no. Oh, that's not usually a great sign. Yeah, but it was okay. Robert Kirkman is a producer. Yeah, that's why Walking Dead's Robert Kirkman. And written by Ryan Ridley, where this is the only thing they've ever written. Oh, they did well? Yeah. And, uh... Original written, Bram Stoker. I was going to say, can I get Stoker credit? <laughs> yes, of Good. course. All right, so I think it pretty much opens with the black and white, right? I believe so. It, or it, Renfield telling his sob story and all that kind of that's stuff. That's it. He's kind of telling, Renfield's kind of telling his story, and it starts in modern day, and then it goes back to like, well, let me tell you how it happened. And it's great, like, deep fake of Nicolas Cage and Nicholas Holt's uh faces on Lugosi and Dwight Fry. Yeah, it looks great. I love it. And it's the real scenes other than yes. the faces. And it's not done, and I think maybe it's the fact that it's black and white and they kind of grain it up helps hide it. It's not a Carrie Fisher walking out on Rogue One where the animatronic comes out. Well, and the average deep fake, like someone who just does it as a hobby, is so realistic anymore. You throw a studio behind it, it's going to look good. Now. Oh, but amazing i love all the different things they play with it's and they show more 
original 31 Dracula in this way than I thought they were going to. Yeah, a lot, which... Yeah, I'll just put it as a lot. We'll put it that way. I thought it was going to be, like, them arriving and them meeting, and that was going to be it. No, we had the boat, we had the meeting, we had the opera, we had bites, we had lots of it. (laughs) Yes. Boy, he's gone mad! I was upset no Martin references in this movie. I know. He's my favorite character from 31. The closest we get is that he eats a fly. Yeah. But, and... So basically, he's setting up. This is like the end of a Dracula movie. Oh, so yeah. you guys know at the end of most of these movies, the people hunt Dracula. They either kill him, or so they think they get him right on the edge of death. Then uh, twenty years later, sequel Renfield has nursed him back to health, and we start again. This is the tail end of one of those. They're like the hunters; they're coming, <laughs> and Renfield like eats a bug. And which they paid off the mm. weird. Why are there bugs in coffins in the thirty-one Dracula? It's for Renfield. That's like a case for his bugs. It's just like his little lunchbox, which I I did see the weird little beetle bee thing that crawls out. Yes, I saw that. I was like, oh yay! I don't even know what that bug is. Yeah, but it's a thing. But the the, the tiny coffin makes an appearance. Yes, that made me happy. What did you call it? Dracula's friend Bob? You said before. Yes, yes, <laughs> but. And he goes to help Dracula. He's trapped in, like, a salt circle thing and everything. There's a, like, deacon or priest-looking guy reading the Bible at him while there's vampire hunters around the stakes. And he goes and attacks them. By the way, Dracula just d- unleashed some hell, pretty much. He started fighting pretty good till he was trapped in that. But then Renfield breaks the salt circle. Dracula falls out and then goes full-on dracked out here. This is awesome where he starts taking guys out. Because I'm like, I wonder what the violence or gore level is going to be. Right. He rips a dude's throat out right away. Oh, yeah. Throws another guy to the ground, slashes his face off, then turns to mist. This is the first time I've seen the mist used as a weapon. Yeah, because we've heard about Dracula turning to mist, turning to bats, turning to wolves. But we've never really seen it put to use, especially in the 31, where it would just be off screen and Martin's like, oh, there goes a wolf. Yeah. But it's so cool that he turns into the smoke mist, flies into the Pope deacon thing, per, priest person, and makes him explode. And Redfield, the whole time he has like this inner monologue going, he's like, oh, he took it a little farther than I thought he was going to. This part reminded me a lot of Hammer Horror. Because all of those movies, it would end, and there's some brand new way to kill Dracula. Yeah, And... It plays into, once again, also of, well, he always comes back. He always finds a way. Yep. I love where, like, because at um, one point, someone, like, tears the uh, curtains down. And Dracula Dracula gets hit by the sunlight and, like, crisps fall up. And then you get a great of, like, they, like, deep-faked Nicolas Cage's face, like, onto, like, a burnt thing. It looked really good. And he's like... Redfield's almost like, are you okay, Master? like, doesn't look like I'm okay. You were my brother, Anakin. I loved you. <laughs> That's what he looks like right here. I love, too, where when the deacon and, like, the vampire hunter have Dracula caught in, like, the powder circle thing. Yeah. And they're like, Renfield, we can finally stop him. You can finally be free. And Dracula's like, Renfield, come on, old buddy. Almost. And he just slides his slipper through it and breaks the contact or whatever. Yeah. And then we cut to modern day. They're moving to New Orleans this time, right? Yes. Because they had the same deal. We get caught. We nearly die. We move somewhere else. We start again. 
and the money is running a little lower this time, so castles aren't on the table anymore. I love that, yeah, he's like, Dracula, you know, gets to his full power, he goes on a blood-fueled rampage, the vampire hunters show up and almost stop him, and then he starts all over again. He's like, yeah, at this point, our funds are very much depleted. We're living in the basement of a old hospital. We've, we don't have uh, castles anymore. We've been doing this for so long. Like, we've been chased all around the world, basically. Yep, and Dracula's healing a little bit here, but he's still in, like, rough shape. Oh, it's like, not even just burnt Dracula anymore. F- pieces of flesh are coming back, but oddly. Yeah. Like you, see his, like, you see his, like, uh, rotator cuff, and, like, oh, you see, like, bone and stuff. Almost looks like maybe Part 7 Jason, if you bit. want visual. It actually turned up more, but yeah. Yeah, but it's still Cage caging it up as, like, he must love this role. Well, what, the three roles he always wanted to do were Captain Nemo, Dracula, and Superman. Who's Captain Nemo? From A Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, okay. And so he finally got to knock one of those out. I so hope. Because we'll get to the end. But I hope he gets to come back as Dracula somehow. Let Universal do these smaller movies like this with the monsters. And at some point, let's have a House of Dracula or House of Frankenstein. Or finally, maybe get our Dracula versus the Wolfman. That we only see at the tiny tail end of Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. They wrestle over a table. We could get there soon. I I hope. I am so done with all the Marvel bullshit. Give me my universal universe. universe. Yes. What I do real quick want to say. Nothing big knocked off for this movie. They didn't do the classic universal logo. I thought they would. I thought that was an easy get. I was like. Maybe because they were doing that Dracula footage. That would have felt like too much of like poking you. Like, hey, remember? Like if they did that. Then cut into the thirty-one. Yeah, like I wonder that. That's probably honestly why. Because thirty-one footage is almost right away. Yeah, but I even nudged Greg right before. I was like, I bet you they do the universe, and they didn't. Nah, I I see why. Yeah, I, now I do. But then we cut to what Renfield does. He goes to this group for people who are stuck in like abusive relationships or just with narcissists and things like this. And he's a. I use this to find my victims. Not the people there, but the people they're complaining about. Which is interesting, because all of the trailers and stuff, and most of the stuff released to like promote this movie has all been about this group thing. Yeah. So I thought it was literally going to be him being like, I'm in an abusive relationship with Dracula, which it turns into. But it starts with him being like, oh no, well, I want to do at least a little bit of good, so... Yeah, if I'm going to have to kill people, might as well make them... The- people you'd want to kill but dracula doesn't like this no because he wants innocent blood i want a bus full of cheerleaders a gaggle of nuns i love at some point in the movie they're talking about the cheerleaders dracula's like it's not a sexual thing it's about the purity and renfield's like oh no i know i know but still kind of (laughs) like looking at him like "Uh uh-huh because he's like female cheerleaders or male it's like it does not matter (laughs) (laughs) but he finds the this one guy he's going to go after who's the girl in group mentions. And why are they picking on ska so bad? Because ska sucks. Ska is one of the best music genres in the world. What's that shirt, that hat we saw? And you said it's a hat made for Greg. It said, ska and pro wrestlings are the only legitimate forms of art yes. in the world. But all of us immediately turn to Greg as soon as they bring ska up. And while the 31 
footage was going on. I'm like sitting in my chair cheering like silently. I'm like almost grab, grabbing Greg, like shaking him. That's what Greg was doing with Ska's mentioned. We start naming off all these actually good Ska bands and everything. Yes, if you don't know listeners, I'm a huge Ska fan. And so that's, it felt like a really weird joke. And that if anyone else was at this movie, like that wasn't in our friend group, they're like, why are they doing the Ska bit so much? For us, it was funny though. It's almost like they made parts of this for Throbbing with Horror of like all the 31 Bella Dracula stuff. I'm like, yay! Then they mentioned Ska out of nowhere. Like... <laughs> I do, are you guys listening? Hello. Make another one. <laughs> but then he goes and to this guy who's a ska fan and also a drug dealer. He stole a bunch of cocaine from this other guy who will become a much bigger player later. His name's Teddy Lobo. But they, he shows up and they're all scared of him at first and everything. They're like, oh, what are you doing? They're like, "What? why are you here? Like, are you the hitman who's here to kill us? And they're all scared. Like, no, I'm a friend of Whatever the girl's name was. Yeah, like, I'm a friend of Jennifer's. And they're all, like, start laughing at him. Like, oh, are you, like... Friend of the, Caitlin's. The, are you the new boyfriend or something? Yeah, but then he eats a bug and proceeds to kick all their asses and everything. Just beat the shit out of them. But then the real hitman who was sent to kill them from the drug dealer they stole money from shows up. He's, like, in, like, a luchador mask? It almost reminded me of, like, the Brightburn mask, with, like, the weird ties a little bit on like, the face. Or, like, an executioner mask, like in Shrek. Yeah, it's, like, almost like, it's, like, um, Senor Chapo is coming in to, like, take care of this. Because he's, like, a comic book hitman. He doesn't just have a gun. He has knives. A ton he, of them. He has a machete. Like, what hitman is this in the real world? Yeah, he throws a ton of knives, Renfield dodges them all, gets up to him, and then he has a big machete and cuts Renfield open. Yeah, he, like, and his intestines start spilling out, and Renfield's like, ah, and, like, trying to hold him in. Yep, but grabs a bug, eats it, heals enough, rips the dude's head off, throws it out the window, where Teddy Lobo is <laughs> waiting out there for the job to be done. Thunk! While he's, like, bitching, like, he's, like, being all like, yeah, Mom, I'm about to take care of the hit! Yeah, I'm such a badass gangster dude. Like, he's acting like such a douchebag. And then it's like, wham! He's like, ah! Then he takes off speeding off, and he ends up at this DUI checkpoint, which connects it to our other story throughout this, with Rebecca, who's a cop, who should be much further in her career, but for some reason she's, like, working the beat cop job, working a DUI checkpoint. He's honking, don't you know who I am? He's part of this big crime family. They go up to him. He has a whole bunch of cocaine in the car, so he starts running away with it. I did laugh at the line, I have a prescription for this. That was funny. Did you notice on the side of his car, it's painted, it's a tiger doing coke? No. Yeah, it's, it's just off painted on the side of his car. I also want to, one of these guys must be a huge Cinema Insomnia fan. Like, dedicating, like, Mr. Lobo to all of this? That's I, insane. I don't think it's for Mr. Lobo, but I'm okay oh, with this. They are, in my headcanon... Yeah, the, I'm fine with this. The writers, like, I love Cinema Insomnia so much. Like, I was waiting for a Miss Mittens reference to show up. But I'll, t I'll take the Mr. Lobo reference. Yeah, I like it. But cop runs after him. He starts running. Rebecca throws her baton at him, knocks him out, arrests him. Cuts to him in prison and his... Not in prison, in booking and his... Oh. He's confessing to everything, like, without even being interrogated. He's like, they're like, no one's even gone in there to talk to him yet. He's like, I got so much shit on everyone. We killed five people last night in cold blood, and that was all because they stole our cocaine? There's two things. And it's like, 
How is this helping you? Nope, but then his lawyer Stretch comes and gets him out. Oh my god! Stretch finally got away from her radio DJ type thing where she wanted to do bigger and better things. Well, then she went to Vegas for a while. Yeah, and she had uh, some major plastic surgery going on. And then now she's, what, a lawyer? Yes, we should we should clarify. We're not saying Caroline Williams is that major plastic surgery. We're joking no. about Leprechaun 3. Yes, but I follow Caroline Williams on social media and I've been seeing her, like, really hyping this movie up i was like i can't wait to see what part she is it almost reminded me of like how felissa rose was in terrifier 2 yes it's like a quick little like it's a cameo here's a cameo for like a cool horror person yes which i am glad that she is still out there in like big things like this yeah but he gets out she's like what the fuck how does this happen we find out her sister also works for the fbi like next door to the police station yeah and as soon as sister comes in and remember, remember, this is a Dracula movie about yes. Renfield and stuff. Yeah, believe me, I know how long we've been off of this, and the movie does that too. As soon as it's like, oh, well, Dad was the best cop ever. He he's not. He's like not corruptible whatsoever. Blah blah blah. We miss him so much. I thought other sister was going to be bad guy. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm glad they didn't because it would have been yeah. so cliche. But yeah, um, where are we at here? Oh, Renfield's taking the bodies back. To Dracula, of all these people he just killed. Right. We're like, yeah, he brings them back. Dracula at least looks a little bit better, but he's still, like, real fucked up. He's more formed here. And this is where you really see, like, this is where his performance really started to shine through yeah. for me. Because the beginning stuff, yeah, it was funny with the, the Bella stuff. But he's just doing a Bella impression. Yeah, his head's just over the yeah. original thing. And then he's so, like, we had the action scene, but, like, he didn't get to do as much, like, acting and everything. Mm-hmm. Then he looked like Jack from American Werewolf, all Roddy and everything. It reminds me, too. Have you seen What We Do in the Shadows? A little bit of it. Where there was one point, and there's like the first season, the Count comes to visit. Oh, the old master or whatever. Yeah, and he gets super burnt. It looks exactly like that. Yeah, but now he's more formed, and this is really where his acting starts showing through in this one. And this is also, like you were saying, the whole time I'm waiting to see what's he his Dracula going to be like. And this is our first look at it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is great. Nicolas Cage is chewing the scenery. You can tell he's always wanted to do this role. Because he puts everything into it. Like, bravo, Nicolas Cage. He bites the finger off of one, starts sucking the blood, and basically fooies. He's like, what is this? It's disgusting. He goes, it's a body. He goes, who's that? And he starts naming it. He doesn't even have a head. <laughs> and then Redfield's like, oh, I assure you, he had a head before I killed him. And it's I love where it's like Dracula is picky. Like he wants fresh, like virgin blood, basically. Where it's um was it uh unsuspecting Taurus, happy couple, a group of nuns, and a busload of cheerleaders. Yes. Um it was almost like uh trailer park boys, let's say. You had you can drink swish, which is that horrible, nasty drink that comes in the big barrel. Yes. It has all the shit floating around in it. Looks like mud water. Or you can have, like, some Julian's rum and coke. Exactly. Well, I also, real quick, want to mention his lair. Because now it's at the in the basement of this hospital. Yeah, the abandoned hospital. Which we get the cool scene of Red... It's in the trailer, but it's Redfield dragging the bodies through, like, the... Like, the dimly lit yeah. hallways and stuff. Um, I love the giant artwork he's made out of blood bags. Yep. Also, Dracula just loves candles. Oh, yeah. It, they, they have electricity. He's Never like, goes out of style. No, I need candles. That's why I love candles so much. Yeah. <laughs> They're <It's>... mythic. 
Teddy Lobo's mom, like the head of the crime family, is mad at him because people aren't afraid of the family anymore. You have beat cops and robbers and stuff coming after you. You need to make an example. So that night, while Rebecca, played by Aquafina, I keep almost calling her Aquafina, goes to investigate the club where she found Renfield's pen at, he's going to take out this hit on her and everything, go kill her. So she's in there searching, and Renfield's in here, and this is hilarious too. Because while he's at this bar, he sees every example of what Dracula said he wanted. He sees a Taurus, happy couple. He turns to these nuns. Table of nuns. I love even when he sees them. He's like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And then a bus of cheerleaders, like, woo, with their pops, pulls up and they all walk into the bar. And they're all walking by him. He's just like, he and Renfield at this point is like disheveled. Because yeah. at one point he has like the makeover. But he's still in his like shitty clothes. His hair's not combed. And, like, all the cheerleaders are like, hi. And he's like, uh. <laughs> like, getting his chloroform ready. He's about to, man. He's the cops walk in, so it's he like, stops. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, cl- uh, putting chloroform on a rag behind cheerleaders. And the cops walk in. He's like, uh-oh. <laughs> but then, right then, all of the Teddy Lobos guys show up in their weird masks and come in mm. to kill the cop. They give her the option to say, say that we own you and we'll let you live. But then, of course, Renfield finds a bug and eats it. And saves the day. I love Rebecca's thing, though. She's an awesome character. Because she knows Teddy hasn't never killed anyone. He's like, I've killed millions of people. She's like, okay, shoot me. It's like, I know you had one of your other goons kill my dad. You didn't do it. You're in the car waiting. And the one, like, goon is like, I'll take care of it, boss. He's like, huh, I'll do it. He's like, press the gun against her head. Doing the, like, trying to work himself up. Yeah, it's... And when Renfield shows up, it's awesome. Yeah. It goes on forever, though. This fight, this one I don't mind so much. Yeah. The ones later get boring action-y. But this one was cool, Renfield kicking ass, and then she's shooting too and everything. Saves her life, saves everyone in the bar's life. Everyone's thanking him. And this is the first time I think Renfield's been legitimately thanked for something. Yeah, you can see like, it on his face. I, I've been treated like a person again. Yeah. I love where Rebecca's talking to Renfield. She's like, did you cut a guy's arms off with a serving, like a serving tray? He's like, uh, yeah, it was my adrenaline. Yeah, he goes, uh, he's like, where are you from? He goes, oh, all over the place. Oh, military, that explains that. What war were you in? The Great War. He's like, the Great War. And she looks at him weird. He's like, oh, what, uh, Iraq? Yeah, that that, that was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> so meaning World War One is what he was talking about. Yeah. But after that, we cut back to him at group again. So he just saved all these people. We didn't take any Dracula any blood here. And this time at group, he has a breakthrough. I also want to point out two of the people at group. Everyone at group is actually great and funny. All yes. the cast. But the leader, Mark, is from a sitcom I like a lot called Ghosts. Okay. He's great. And then Tara. Yeah. From Terrifier's in it. She's the one who keeps getting interrupted all the time when she's trying to say her stories. And it, this happens like two or three times through the movie. Where like Redfield will run back in right middle of her story. And she's like, I wish I could fucking get a share out at some point. Yes. But Redfield comes in and he's all panicked and... He finally has his breakthrough. I it's think like, it's here. It's around. It's like, but yeah, it's like, what will happen if you stop giving into its needs? He won't reach full power. Yes, you're right. He won't reach full power. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> <laughs> but I love they're just like, you need to reach your full power. Don't let him reach his full power. It's just all this like group, like motivational talk of just like, you can do it. And they give him a self-help book and say, this is your Bible. Yeah. That's important for later. Oh, it backfires hard. Um, 
Teddy Lobo wants to find this guy who did this. He, they use like facial recognition and find camera footage of him walking into the abandoned hospital. So he takes a bunch of goons into the hospital. Who's in the hospital, though? Do you know what Teddy's real name is? It's Ben Schwartz, right? Tedward. Oh, you mean, okay. <laughs> the, the, I thought you meant the, the actor. No, the character's name is Tedward Teddy Lobo. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. <laughs> I love it. But he takes a bunch of goons in there, and of course they all start getting picked off one by one by Dracula, who's in oh, there. It's and so this is awesome. bringing him back to full power, because he's drinking all these people up. Well, I think Dracula might almost look at it as like, oh, I haven't been under siege in a while. Yeah. And then it's basically just Teddy left, and he grabs him, like, why are you here? It's like, are you with the church? Like, no, I'm, I'm a criminal. We're I'm, evil. I'm very evil. And Dracula's like, hmm, evil. I'm the prince of darkness. And then he shows him, a, like, who are you looking for? He shows him the video of Renfield. He's like, and Dracula gets mad because he saved all these people. Like, who is he? He is my servant. Yeah, I love that Dracula gets super pissed off with Teddy. He's like, yeah, he saved, like, a, a nightclub full of people. And Dracula's like, Ugh, how dare he? <laughs> I know he skipped over it, but man, there was a part earlier where Dracula was talking to Renfield about his plans for world domination. And I loved it because he had this big tapster that has like Dracula <laughs> in the center. And then a post-it note that says, and Renfield. That's so funny because they're going to rule the world together. Because if, if that was Renfield trying to like talk his way out of being Dracula's servant, and where at one point he was like, I need to do more things. And Dracula gives him a look. He's like, we need to do bigger and better things. This is all we do is kill people and hide in basements. And Dracula's like, yes, I've been thinking about this. But, but yeah, Dracula's going to take over the world. This is like a Ren and Stimpy plot. Or I not, love it. Pinky and the Brain yes. plot. But... Renfield, at after group that day, goes and gets a haircut, some new clothes with his newfound outlook on life. He bought a studio apartment. He goes back to his apartment. This joke was hilarious. The right around that was also a joke. Because he goes into his apartment and Dracula's in there. He hasn't been invited in. Oh, yes. But then he looks down and there's a mat that says, Welcome, come in. Which is the funniest shit. I thought that was the funniest joke in this movie because it works. If you have a welcome or come in mat, get rid of it or you're going to have to be dealing with Draculas. I thought, I thought that was great. I was like, that's genius. This is, there's always a ride around. Yes. There's always some little weird loophole where Dracula got inside. Dracula's drinking blood from a martini glass with oh. eyeballs as the cubes. And he's like, oh, were you out to, were you not bringing me my dinner tonight? He's like, oh no, I I've killed people, but a lot of people, so many people, I couldn't carry them all. I had to go rent a U-Haul, but, oh, I'm going to have plenty of fresh bodies for you tonight. Really, Renfield? And eventually he freaks out, and this is his cagiest. Is oh, this yeah. Moment here. Well, he starts, I forget, at some point he does the vampire's teeth, teeth thing. Oh, I, 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 yeah. I was like, ah! Because <laughs> yesterday in preparation for this, I watched Vampire's Kiss and 31 Dracula. I did watch Dracula again a little bit before. But he freaks out. He starts backing him into the corner, screaming at him. Redfield holds up his new Bible, his self-help book. And Dracula <laughs> gives it this look of like, what the fuck is this? And he grabs it, and he's like, he turns it around, and he's like, I see how you've been corrupted. Because there's like a church Property sticker. of whatever church where and they have group. Redfield's like, oh no. Then Renfield runs back to group, and again, Tara from Terrifier is trying to do her sharing moment, but he interrupts it again, and like, we need to leave, we need to go now, 
why? And everything is freaking out. Like, we can have this group somewhere else today. And then you see the cane at the door. And Mark goes, someone else, come on in. No! No! Because he just let Dracula in. Dracula comes rolling in in all of his glitz and glamour. He has his top hat. He has his cane, his awesome big cape. And I love he's the, the group leader guy's like, oh, you can leave your cane and top hat at the door. I love they brought the top hat back. It made me so happy. So great. And once again, bravo. Anytime you play tribute to Bella and 31 Dracula, you have my vote. Then, of course, they're like, who are you? And he starts doing that. They call me the Lord of Death. Some call me. He's going on and on. Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. He goes through, like, uh, I love all... Because Dracula's lore is so interesting to yeah. me. Uh, he's been around for hundreds of years. He was, like, a prince. Like, he is royal. Yeah, he's royalty. Yeah. Like, some call me the prince of da-da-da-da. Like... <laughs> and someone's like, oh, it's Renfield's boss. But then he starts floating. But most people just call me Dracula. And then he's floating and everyone's, like, freaking out, obviously. To most, I am Dracula. It's great. And then, of course, he fucks up everybody in here. Kills everybody. Yeah, except for Renfield. Yes, of course. And Renfield's there with the bodies and everything right when police show up. And, oh yeah, because uh, Rebecca goes running in where those are, they're like buddy-buddy now because like Renfield showed up to try to help put uh, Teddy Lobo way of like I'll be a witness and you like brought her flowers <laughs> then she's arresting them but all the Teddy Lobo people and other cops show up and she realizes they're all in the Lobo's pockets and her partner even draws the gun on her she takes off with prisoner Renfield in the back of the car like the captain's even being like come on like we'll give you a raise we'll promote you no more DUI checkpoints they end up at Renfield's apartment that night, wake up the next day. She's still untrusting of him, but buys his story oddly. Well, I love, like, he's like, he brings over snickerdoodles, and he has, like, one handcuff on, and he's like, oh, no, no, don't worry, I'm, look. And he puts the handcuff back on, like, re-locks yes. it. He's like, look, I'm still under your arrest. Yes. And it's going well on everything they're talking about. She learns who he is, how he is the way he is, all this kind of stuff. But then the peace time is short-lived because a bunch of cops, all the Lobo goons and everything like that show up to the apartment to get him. Yeah, this is like another big action scene where this one now is starting to feel a little like you're just doing big action movie and I don't like action movies. This, I see, I like action movies, but this didn't even feel like action movies done well. Like this isn't even the kind I would want to watch. Like I'm like, no, it's fake CGI wire work jumps, yeah. like too many guys coming at once. No, not a fan of this. This really started to lose me here. Well, yeah. Actually, pretty much everything after the... I, I love... I actually don't mind Aquafina in this role at all. Rebecca. I love Nicholas Holt as Renfield. I don't think I enjoy most of their just them scenes at What's all. What's this Aquafina you keep talking that's about? That's the actress who plays... Um, that's her name. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Who, I, th- I was thinking about Aquafina from BoJack. No, no, no. Okay. But um, I don't think they work well together. I don't yeah. even know they're bad together, but all their scenes together, like, I started almost nodding off at one point with those two together, like, when it's been so long since anything significant happened and everything. It's like, I don't care about the drug gang in New Orleans. I want to see Renfield and Dracula. Yeah, and people going <laughs> after them. But they get out, of course, and everything. And then 
we get they're gonna go after Dracula. And by the way, I don't even know where this happens because, like I said, my beat for beats off. But Dracula has a new familiar. Oh yeah, where um him and Teddy have like hooked up now. Yep. And Teddy like brings he's like brings Dracula to his mother in a coffin. He's like, look, it's the real Dracula, which is exactly what my reaction will be too. He's like me showing off if I've actually met Dracula. He's jumping up and down. He's like the real fucking Dracula. Wait, this is a great entrance, once again, where Dracula's in a really cool big leather cape. Yes. And this is where he has the medallion. This is where he looks the fucking most dapper, perfect adaptation for me. I do love, too, where he takes the crime boss's hand and, like, kisses it, but then he smells, like, the blood for yeah. half a second. Um, I just want to mention that. But we get... Like to na 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 na. Oh yeah. I don't know how to actually pronounce the song, so I want my chemical romance of them suiting up and getting ready to go take down Dracula. They go to like a pet store and get like a thousand bugs for him to eat, which was funny. Oh yeah, he needs his power up, which is funny later because it's the um in thirty one Dracula, Renfield just eats bugs because that's what he eats. He's just snacking on them, not even doing it for power. And Rebecca's like, "Hey, can you save those for later?" And then they do one of those dumb comedy beats where he's like, she's like, it's in your teeth. He's like, really? It's in my teeth? Like, yeah, every single one. Yeah. Cut. Cut that. Cut that? Cut that part. Like, oh, you told me to cut that part of the audio. I'm like, no. What, what happened wrong? No, in the movie. I got you now. It's the, like where it's the new Will Ferrell movie. And it, the joke goes on for two beats too long. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um. Then they go to storm Teddy Lobo's place with Dracula and everything, and the big fight is pretty much here. Right. They have all their steaks, all their... Did they get garlic? No, no garlic. Yeah, no uh, Crosses, though. Lots of crucifixes, yeah. steaks. Yeah, did they get holy water? No. Maybe they, they missed out on some of the big things. They really just brought steaks, mostly. Yeah. And even then, they only brought, like, two. Yep, but then they're in, they're going after Dracula, everything like that. We have a big showdown between our two familiars here, between Teddy and Renfield. Yeah, and this is where we found out, and this also I didn't love, where all of a sudden now Dracula has just made everyone a familiar in this gang. Yeah. They all have bug powers. But he said this goal is world domination, and there yeah. will only be two groups of people, food and... Um, him. No, he said... <laughs> Everyone serving him, it will be between food and servants or something like yeah. that. And followers, that was it. Right. So he's building his followers. But of course, they take down everybody else except for Dracula at why, this point. Why doesn't Dracula just immediately like go to the president and fucking use his mind powers on him? Yeah, do the hand thing. The Bella Lugosi hand. You got to be double jointed. I forgot we're an audio show. I was just... Yeah. Going. But then he goes, it's between them... And they use a bag of cocaine to make a circle around them, which is actually funny. It doesn't even have to be sold. It can be any kind of powder. Any powder works. And then Dracula's realizing he's gone. And holy shit, dude. When Dracula's like, I think it's time for me to take a week or so in hell. And Dracula throws up the devil horns and says, Hail Satan. Yeah, I did not expect that whatsoever. And it's... Totally not a Dracula thing to happen. No, but I love it. But it's a it. Nicolas Cage thing to happen, and I'm fine with that. You know what? Remember in, when we did Dracula 80, 1972? Of course, like it was yesterday. And when the guy trying to resurrect Dracula is giving a right. speech and everything, he's naming all the rulers of hell, and he names Dracula. Yeah. So it kind of checks out, maybe. Well, if, you, if there's a hell, you would think Satan would love Dracula. Yeah. He just kills people for hundreds of years, spitting in the face of the church and whatnot. Yeah. 
But they take out Dracula. Do they stake him? I don't remember. Well, they... No, they He's just... In the circle thing. Because they're in, like, the torture dungeon of this gang. So they, like... Oh, one uh, of them has, like, a mace thing. It's, like, with a ball with the chain on the stick. And Renfield has a sludge hammer. And they just, like, beat the fuck out of him, basically. Then they, like, chop him up. Then they pour acid all over him. And then they mix, mix him into cement. In ice cube trays. And then, like, throw those into, like, the sewer. Yep. Where I love it's the line of uh, Renfield's like, there's a, he even mentions like, there's a lot of different ways in vampire lore to kill vampires, but I've seen Dracula come back from every single one of them. So I don't think this is going to stop him, but at least slow him down for a while. Yeah. And that's pretty much the end of the movie, but man, I, I had a lot of fun with it. There was, when it was fun, I was having a great time. Yes. But those in-between times, I think this is going to be a hard rewatch for me. Really? Just because of those in-between times. Like, yeah. it's going to be a lot to get through. But this might be a good one I'm doing shit, but as a double-edged sword. Because I could only check catch those parts or catch the good parts. Yeah, it's like as soon as you hear Nick Cage's voice just go running into exactly. the room. I was... Uh, and there's no post-credit scene. No. I was hoping... They did have fun credits, though. Like, set to the... It looked like it was on film and everything. I was enjoying. I like the watch. film, and that's where we see it. the Renfield in the Dracula font. Yes, um, but I was so hoping for like a quick cut scene of like the concrete ice cubes with Dracula in it trying to form back to each other, or maybe he's is formed, but he's all fucked up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you like said, like a Rubik's cube, you got to get him the right way. Yeah, which sets up for a sequel. They don't kill Dracula. They, they there could be another one. I hope. Yeah. But I just gotta say, the fact that Nick Cage is playing Dracula and he cages it up when appropriate. Yeah. And he's just very formal and Dracula-esque, classic Dracula, when it also calls for it. So he did a 10 out of 10 perfect job. Like I said, I think him and Holt both knew what they were supposed to be doing with these characters and they did it fantastically. I would love to know how many times they had to watch 31 Dracula. Cage, probably not much, because he loves that movie. I think Nicholas Holt, just being an actor, I feel like he would have seen it by now. Mostly, yeah. You know, just knowing what came before, but who knows, though. But, yeah, those two, amazing. Um, Any final thoughts? I, For me, I like. I think I've covered most of my bases already. I Hats off to what worked really well, and the other stuff wasn't awful, but that's all. I loved it. I Overall, I loved it. Good. The but there's a lot of parts of it that feel weird and mismatched. It's a lot of it feels like two movies stuck together. They're doing all this gang New Orleans cop stuff that I could give a could give less of a shit about. Yeah. And get back to just Renfield and Dracula, please. But all of that stuff is so good that I'm like, it makes up for it. The gore effects are really fun. The the body explosions. The playing with him turning to mist and bats was really cool in this one. Oh, I love the one part where they um they're like fighting Dracula at like the last fight, and they raise the like shields yeah the, over the windows, and Dracula once again is like kind of catching on fire, but then he turns into all the bats, they're, but like, they're all on fire. fire. Yeah, that was cool. I like that a lot. That was really neat. I like that they played with that in this. All right, you ready for Count of the Dead? Yeah, so let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. All right, that's wrong with more Count of the Dead. We're tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Renfield? Plot twist? I don't know. Well, we also forgot to say they 
got a huge tea jug of Dracula oh, yeah, blood that's right. and brought back the entire group. I was glad. Which I love the group leader guy was like, yeah, you know, we, I saw some stuff on the other side. So some stuff you can't unsee. <laughs> they did feel like a weird group to kill all of them. I'm like, that kind of almost darkens it. Like for the tone of the rest of this movie doesn't fit too well. It's just so funny. They bring them all back. Yeah. And then now he's traumatized by whatever he saw on the other side. But yeah, for the first time in Throbbing History, guys, I couldn't keep track on this one. It was too much, and I wanted to enjoy the movie more than just trying to keep track the whole time. Yeah. Like, I was having fun, and there's a lot. There's a there's fuck a, ton. I, it's probably an over 50. I would say so. Like, between 40 to 60, somewhere in there. But yeah, there's a lot of death in this movie. Yeah, this is not going... This is not catered to trying to do a Count of the Dead... On your, your fingers in or theaters. Or scratching it on the back of a ticket or something. Because those action scenes, it's like, dead body, dead body, dead body, dead body. Yeah. It's like over and over and over again. So I got it right. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's great. Scout of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're going to do my ratings from Dimension Z. So basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. All right, so... What makes this movie so great? Part of it is Nicolas Cage's Dracula. Yeah, definitely. he does an amazing job. You can tell he's always wanted to play this. That's honestly what drew us to this movie when we heard about it. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Like finally, like even like ever, like we know we're big Nicolas Cage fans. We know he's always wanted to do this. So it's going to be actors to play Dracula. Okay, the same exact movie. You're going to be trying to do like an homage to the Thirty One. Blah blah blah. Who are you picking? Are you going to pick the ten out of ten? Which is, I'm already going to say, is Nicolas Cage. Okay. The Bella Lugosi of our day. Or are you going to go with a number one, an actor who I hate and despise, and there's one movie that they're in that I kind of like okay. Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Fuck her. I fucking hate her so much. <laughs> I should have known because I know how much you hate Kristen Stewart. But I was just thinking, she's I, a, she didn't even cross my mind. She's a non-actor. She has one... She doesn't even know how to do facial expressions. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I'm going to give Renfield 8 out of 10. I absolutely loved it. Even the parts, like I was saying, were turned into dumb action movie, and I'm not an action movie fan, and this dumb gang thing in New Orleans and cop drama and stuff I don't give a shit about. All the Renfield Dracula stuff made up for it. It's all so amazing. I love it. Their stuff's great. I can't get past some of the other stuff as much. Still getting above above the middle ground for me, though. We're going six actors to play Dracula out of ten. Okay. Don't regret watching the slightest. I real, I will rewatch this. I, honestly, I'll probably pick this up once it comes oh, 100%. out. Oh, 100%. Um, I'm, I'm very happy we finally got to it. This is another one of those movies uh, when we did our 2022 wrap-up where we talked about what we were looking forward to. This was one of the big ones I know we said. Oh, this is one that I've been clamoring for. I've mentioned it anytime I can on the podcast. I'm about like, I cannot wait for Renfield. 31 Dracula! And I finally saw it, and I had such a great time with it. Good. Unless you have anything else, man. No, that's the only thing I can do on Renfield for right now. Well, we hope that Renfield has left your brain throbbing with horror. 
Well, wasn't that a wild and wacky episode? If you enjoyed it, please rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Um, you can also support the show by going onto our Tee Public site and checking out any kinds of the merch that we have on there. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that TikTok thing those kids are on, and YouTube. Just search Throbbing with Horror and look for our pumpkin. And remember to throb on. <laughs>